I'm Pastor D, and this is Devos with D. And I'm from the Heights Church. And come on, let's get into this lesson tonight. Are you ready? We've been into four other lessons. This is the final lesson in how to cope. And I just want to jump right in. Are you ready? I hope I'm ready. I think I am. God is with us. And we're going to really see what God wants us to learn from this lesson tonight. Well, let me go over some things that are important for us to know about fear. We're looking at how to cope with fear. The first thing is avoiding fear maintains and magnifies it. Yeah. You know what? You might be able to divert yourself, go somewhere else thinking you're going to run away from the fear, but you take yourself wherever you go. And unless you cause this fear to be overcome, unless you overcome it, it's going to go with you no matter where you go. Avoidance is a prison. Look, the enemy of your soul, Satan, wants to keep you bound. That's what the scripture talks about, that he wants to keep you bound up so that you won't fulfill your destiny. But God doesn't want us running and turning tail away from fear getting the heck out of Dodge. He wants us to deal with it head on. The second thing is we need to be rid of fear. We got to expose it. We've got to do it. I know it's tough. I don't always want to do it, but we have got to be rid of fear. We can't let fear hinder us because we won't be able to do the things God wants us to do. We won't take those risks God wants us to take in him, trusting in him. We have to confront it. Confronting it helps us develop skills to master it. Yes, we can be masters over the fear because the Holy Spirit is in us and he will empower us to do it. Let's look at what fear is. I don't know if you've ever stopped to think about what is fear anyway? Webster says it's an unpleasant often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. When I was digging into the dictionary.com, it said it's a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, pain, etc. Whatever the threat is real or imagined. And then I saw something in the Evangelical Dictionary of Theology. There it talks about there are 10 Hebrew nouns and eight verbs regularly translated to mean to fear or to be afraid. The terms cover a range from mild uneasiness to stark terror, depending on the object of the fear and the circumstances surrounding the experience. In the Holman Bible Dictionary, it says it's a broad range of emotions that embrace both secular and religious worlds. Now, what do they mean? They're going to talk about a secular fear and a religious fear. The secular fear is a natural feeling of alarm caused by the expectation of imminent danger, of pain or disaster. It arises in the normal activities and relationships of life. Religious fear appears as the result of awe and reverence toward a supreme power, 
awe and reverence toward a supreme power, which is God. But we're going to be talking about that secular fear or the fear of the world. An article in Psychology Today said, fear is an emotional response induced by a perceived threat that causes a change in brain and organ function as well as behavior. Wow. Fear can really grip us. Fear can really do a number on us. We've looked at what fear is, the essence of what fear could be. It's an emotion. So now we know it's a strong emotion. What causes it? What's the underlying cause? The universal trigger, most sources say, is the threat of harm, either real or imagined. This threat can be against our physical, emotional, or psychological well-being. What are some of those triggers? I want to share that with you. It could be darkness. Just simple, you're afraid of the dark or loss of visibility of your surroundings. It could be a fear of heights or a fear of flying. It could be fears of social interactions or a fear of social rejection, that somebody's going to reject us in a relationship. It can be a fear of snakes and rodents and spiders and other animals. It can also be a fear of death and dying. I want to share what the Bible speaks to us that will encourage us as we deal and overcome these fears. I'm going to share some scriptures with you. Let's look at John 14, 27. And this is going to be from the King James version of the Bible. And then the rest of the scriptures that I share with you will be from the HCSB, which is the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Okay, let's dig into those scriptures now. John 14, 27, King James. Peace, and this is Jesus speaking. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This is our Savior talking. He says, we don't have to be afraid. Isaiah 41, 13. For I, Yahweh, your God, hold your right hand and say to you, do not fear. I will help you. Isn't that good? Don't you feel good that God is speaking to Isaiah saying and speaking to his people saying, don't fear because I'm going to help you. I'm going to be there for you. Psalm 27 and 1. And I believe this is a Psalm of David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? He's saying, what, what, what's going on with me? Why am I afraid? I don't have to be in this state of fear. Psalm 34 and 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. So I don't have to just say I don't have to be in fear. I can just go to the Lord and he will help me. I don't have to stay in the fear. He's going to deliver me from all my fears, no matter what it is. It's not too big for God to handle. And this is the next scripture is one that I have clung to many a day. And I will say out loud when some fear tries to come upon me. It's in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. 
It says, for God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. I memorized it in the King James Version. It says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, a sound, well-balanced mind. So we don't have to run amok when fear comes because it will try to just throw you um, and you'll just go to berserk when this fear attaches itself to you. You don't know what to do. You might even get paralyzed with fear. But God doesn't want that to happen to us. He wants us to know that he has given us power, love, and a sound mind, not fear. Fear does not come from God. Hallelujah. I just want to share now some tips for overcoming fear. I've got quite a few of them, so I hope you'll stick with me. The first thing is we have to face it. We have to recognize what the fear is. You have to admit that you are something fearful is happening and you are feeling fearful. Yes, you have to admit it. Isn't that something that we can't even admit when we are fearful? Don't ignore it or downplay it trying to be brave. Don't try to be macho. Don't try to act like it doesn't exist. Yes, it exists. Yes, it made me afraid. Now I recognize it. It's the fear of whatever, and I'm going to deal with it. The second thing is we have to understand it. We have to get to the heart of what's driving it. We have to identify the cause. Yes, what is this? I know I'm feeling fearful. The hair is standing up on the back of my neck. I'm feeling a little shaky. Why am I feeling that way? What induced this? What triggered it? And we have to hone in on that. Identify the cause. Ask yourself some questions to root it out. I remember a former pastor of mine when I lived on the west side of the state was afraid to cross bridges. Whenever we would all be going somewhere, maybe there would be a group of us from the church, maybe visiting another church. Um, it might be a group of us church leaders, or a lot of times we'd be going to a prison to minister to the people in the prison. And if there was a bridge involved, he would take the long way around so that he wouldn't have to go across the bridge. This was a pastor. So it comes upon anybody. There's nobody exempt. But the thing about it, he wasn't dealing with it. He was just avoiding it by going around. We need to understand it. And then that's the third thing. We need to overcome it. We can use distractions. Sometimes it's good to give your mind a rest. Use distraction through games, puzzles, uh, maybe even exercise or relaxation techniques. Yet, here are some more, and I think more sturdy things to think about to overcome fear. The first thing is our faith in Christ. Reading and meditating on God's word. Listening to podcasts or uh, Bible teaching vlogs. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the word of God brings faith. And it is not just we just hear the word once. It is repeatedly the word of God over and over again will increase our faith and we'll be able to stand against fear. We have to surrender all to the Lord. We have to say, Lord, I don't know how to deal with this thing. It's shaking me up. I need your help. We cannot control everything in our lives. Don't think I haven't tried. And I bet you sometimes try it too. But no, 
Some of us are a little type A and we just want to, everything to be so-so or we want it to be this way or that way. We cannot control everything. We have to surrender it to God. Here's some things also to remember as we walk in Christ. Remember that God is with you. Psalm 118 verse 6 said this, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? What can, what can any of this fear induced by this world do to me? I have the living God in my life. The God of all creation is my father. So what can this fear do to me? My God can deal with this fear. He can help me overcome it. I won't stay in fear. We have to put our trust in him. It's easy to put our trust in ourselves. It's easy to put our trust in somebody else. But God wants you to solely rely on him. There was a bumper sticker that I saw not too long ago. And it says, every opportunity to fear is also an opportunity to trust God. God wants you to lean wholly, solely on him. We need to seek his face. We need to pray. We need to go before God and, and just lay these things at his feet. And you might say, well, I don't have time because I'm, I'm a busy person. I don't care how busy you are. You can take five minutes. You can take 10 minutes to go to God personally. I mean, taking everything, leaving everything off and going to him and saying, Lord, I'm coming before you now. And, and it doesn't have to be a long time. God answers short prayers. You can just say, Lord, Help me. Help me overcome this thing because it's trying to really destroy my life. We need to seek his peace. I read that scripture in John. It talked about Jesus said he was leaving his peace with us. Peace that the world couldn't give us. So if we're running out there trying to find peace and, and a bunch of other things, we're never going to find it there. The only peace, the lasting peace, the peace that will get us through life, not just a day, the peace that will get us through life is the peace that comes through Jesus Christ. And then we have to fear God instead of that specific fear, whatever it may be. In Matthew 10, 28, it says, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. That's powerful. Yeah, there are people out there to shoot other people or stab other people. And they may have killed the body, but God can, can destroy body and so And he's the one we need to be focused on. The second thing is use gratitude. Yes, use gratitude. Switch your thinking from fear to gratefulness. Just think on those good things that have happened in your life. And you can't tell me that not one good thing has happened in your life all of your life. Get out of here. I ain't going to believe that. Something good has happened to you. Maybe it didn't happen today, but something good has happened. And maybe you need to write down all the good things as they happen. So in case you can't remember, you can go back and look at this log on all the good things that God does for you. So think on those good things. Focus on the positive. And you can even use biblical affirmations like, I am what the word of God says I am. I am redeemed by the blood. I am more than a conqueror. No weapon formed against me. If you, you make affirmations 
that encourage you and strengthen you in the Lord. The third thing is you can journal. You can get your feelings down on paper. And believe me, it's a form of release. When you do that, it may not totally help you be delivered from fear, but it will help release some of those feelings off of you, those emotions that have been stirred up. And maybe it will even take you to go on now and find a fix, find how to destroy that fear in your life. The the fourth thing is you can talk to someone. Yeah, you can talk to someone. Now, it needs to be a trusted person, a a friend, a Christian friend that you can talk to. Someone that you know is not going to blab your business all over the creation. Because some people don't know how to keep their jaws closed. So we want to talk to someone, a godly person, get that counsel that we need. Talking does help. And I even have to say, sometimes I don't want to do it because I don't want to tell the other person what I'm thinking. But it is good. You feel good even after you're able to get that off your chest, to download that so that you don't have to maybe continue to carry such a heavy burden by yourself that they will be out there praying for you. The fifth thing is we can read. We can read inspirational topics or motivational topics, things that are, again, going to encourage you. Six, we could watch a movie or a documentary movie. A documentary like I, I watched this motivational speaker, Bear Gryllis. He does, he's an adventurer and he does these adventures. And, and, and it reminds you because I believe he is calling on the Lord. There are many times when he thought he was going to die. And he believes that the Lord saved him. Or I looked at Dr. Oakley, Yukon doctor, and you see all these things that people are doing and it encourages you, even in the midst of whatever trial they're going through, they keep going on. And some of these people don't even necessarily know the Lord, but they keep on marching ahead because they know if they stop, they may be destroyed. The seventh thing is we need to watch our diet. And you say, Pastor D, how does that fit into anything? Well, processed sugars, additives, sweeteners, and other chemicals can throw our bodies off balance, throw us out of sync. And it can make us more susceptible to fear. And the last thing is, we may even need some short-term medication prescribed by a physician. Don't go out there grabbing stuff off the shelf because you can get it over the counter. Because I had a friend that started mixing things. She mixed prescribed things with over-the-counter things and overdosed and died. Hopefully, This isn't necessarily your option to take medication. But if you have to, don't feel any condemnation for it. None at all. Here are my final thoughts. Fear is a universal emotion. We can't hide from it. We can't run from it. We have to hit it head on. And God, the second thing is God is our anchor. When fear tries to pervade our lives, he is ready and available to help us. We have a mighty God who loves us and wants to involve himself in our lives. Well, we have to call on you. He says, call on me and I'll answer. We have to call. You can expect resistance because fear is ingrained. 
It didn't come upon us necessarily all at once. Our society is a fearful society. You should hear, listen to people sometimes when they're talking and they say, oh, I'm afraid to do that. Or, oh, I'm afraid I can't do that. Or I'm afraid. And they're constantly using that term. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. They are just inducing their own fear. It is just kind of ingrained. I'm afraid of everything. And it'll take time to eradicate its grasp, but it can be done and it can be conquered. That's the next thing. The fourth thing, fear can be conquered because we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. I want to give you an example of that and then I'm done. On September 11, 2001, you know that planes crashed into the towers. And after 9-11, I was afraid to fly. Now, I had been flying a lot. I was in the military. I flew across country constantly. I flew overseas. I was constantly flying and all of a sudden this happens and I just get tight and I'm afraid to do anything. I don't want to fly anymore. And I had a a vacation coming up and I'm not kidding. I was scared to fly. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, are you going to sit back and let this thing grip you like this? Well, you know, this Holy Spirit, when he does that to me, he knows that I'm going to stand up to the chairs like, no, Holy Spirit, I'm not going to let this get me. And then I'm going to ask him for help. And I did. So my vacation was like just a few months after that. And I decided I'm getting on that plane and I'm going where I need to go. And I, yes, the plane could crash. Yes, terrorists could be on the plane. But I am not going to sit back and let that put a damper on my life. Not going to do it. And I've been flying ever since. Am I still kind of a little shaky when I'm going to play? Yeah, but I just pray it through. I pray it through because I know my God is with me and I can't let fear overcome me. Well, I hope these tips to overcoming fear will not only help you, but encourage you to know that there are things you can do to get through fear and leave it in the background. You are more powerful than this fear because God, the God of the universe, his spirit is in you. Well, I love you. I hope you continue to join me with the next study. And I look forward to sharing the word of God with you. Let's pray. Father, I just give you thanks and praise for all that you do in our lives. Lord, we need you because fear will take over if we don't turn to you. Lord, we thank you for your word because it's a it's a firm foundation. Your word is it's almost like a friend. Your word we can run to. It is something we can trust and we know that it will encourage us and strengthen us in this life. Lord, we just give you the honor and glory and we ask that you be with your people throughout the rest of this week, that you be with them throughout the rest of their lives that they will never again be bound by fear. And when fear comes, they will act immediately. They will recognize it and deal with it. I thank you, Lord, and I give you praise and honor in Jesus' name because you will help us. Amen. Join me again next week. I'm looking forward to being here with you. God bless you.